Hey, what's up? Welcome to Unnatural 20s, a comedy podcast where we leave the fate of each episode up to the rolls of a D20. My name is Cassie and I will be the DM of this episode, which means that I will be the one leading us on this adventure and rolling the dice. Today I'll be using my power as DM to create... Create? Today I will be... Created. Is that like creating and erecting? Like you've imagined All at the something same and you're putting it up at the same time. You're basically yeah. God. <laughs> I'm better than God because I can. I was gonna say I didn't listen to your full story, but I immediately went to a wreck penis. So yeah, yeah. I can get a hard penis and create at the same time. Which you know what? God can't do because she's a woman. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking yeah, but more she's of like a, a, woman a, with a big ass dick. I'm sorry. God yeah. is a woman with BDE. <laughs> yeah, I agree that. I agree. Um, also, <laughs> Correctosaurus Rex. Like, I feel like that's a dinosaur. Correctosaurus Rex. Yeah. I like Correctus- it. I like that. Yeah. yeah. That sounds scientific. It's like, it is. It sounds like it's got something maybe like a like a poison that comes it out of its skin or something. It also got killed by a meteor. Every, all of them got killed by a meteor. Even the Correctosaurus Rex. R.I.P. R.I.P to our dinosaur friends also r.i.p to the u20 story because it got destroyed no. and that's what i'm here to fix today um there's been a disturbance of the force in our show and it's about time someone brought balance back to the force and righted these wrongs so at one point we had an evil dm rise up and abuse their power by taking just like an absurd amount of points away from us like right at the top like i don't remember what it was but it was wild it was just i just decided to mm-hmm. do it yeah so, i mean whoever that was <laughs> you know what you who could do this who would be this villainous well that's our very own caitlin caitlin explain yourself hello everybody it's so good to hear you all Here. yeah i can't fucking see you guys My, our listeners are beautiful baby ears mm-hmm. you all of them out there um i'm here to tell you that i am the nasty one who did take away ten thousand points just at the top of one episode because i felt like it i think just because we existed essentially you were uh, like you wel- yes. welcome to the pod um everybody lost ten thousand points if anyone else existed on this podcast i would also take ten thousand from them you're, you're savage wow. and you're an absolute monster and that's why, you know what? We have to take you down this episode. So that's our villain. Um, now allow me to introduce my friend. <laughs> who's going to help me take her down? Books, how's it going? Oh, I am doing very well. I'm absolutely ready to be the hero of this episode alongside you. Um, mm-hmm. Because, yeah, I too was a victim of our evil co-hosts. I think it, it stems from jealousy, mm-hmm. you know? A lot of jealousy at our, our clear successes. Yeah, she so. was tired of like us like her always being at the bottom i think she was constantly at the bottom had to make herself feel better and to went yeah. ten thousand points she was like mm-hmm. i'll for surely always have the lead mm-hmm. because i took ten thousand away mm-hmm. not no more not and no i would have gotten away with it too if it were for your meddling kids <laughs> <laughs> that's right you can't get away with nothing while we're here so before we get into taking caitlin down allow me to explain the show a bit as I mentioned, the show is left up to the rolls of a d20. How that works is I will roll a d20, and whatever number I roll that dice will determine what from our adventure log we talk about. As DM, I have the power to award either award points or damage to Caitlin of Books, depending on how much I liked what they brought. And I wonder what will fucking happen today. Oh. I don't want to go full villain like Caitlin, though, because mm-hmm. um, as we clearly established, she's an absolute monster and it's mm-hmm. irredeemable. So um, mm-hmm. I don't want to be like that. So I'm going to make this fair by leaving all damage left up to fate in games. So in between our adventure, I'll have you roll to determine damage and see who gets that damage by who loses the game. Um, I only want one of us to fail this episode, though. It is, I think it's pretty clear who I want, us, want to fail this episode. <laughs> I wonder who. So that's the only failing I want. So I want to get all the failing energy out right at the top. And let's do that by sharing our crit fails. Can you guys uh, share those with me? 
Oh, yes. Um, I think mine is probably the worst of the tales. Uh, and I, I think it's also even worse than could have imagined you could think of because it was witnessed by someone else. Um, and this is the fact that we have two beautiful puppy boys at um, Bad Boys at Long on Instagram. Don't. Yes. <laughs> follow them they will love it i will love it bad boys at law instagram anyways our two beautiful boys that you can see online on instagram um they were being adorable yesterday coming up and cuddling like just wanting pets which these dogs normally like want to be away from you and want their own little space so it was a really good day yesterday and you think hmm caitlin where could this feel go where did this go wrong well let me tell you i kicked my dog in the face twice the one was a pretty good kick too. It was like you had like a full kip to that boy's face. I did kip him in the face. <laughs> oh my god! And then you did it again. It was an accident. Yes, and that first one she blamed on our other dog because he <laughs> needed. I don't remember what you was the first excuse. I, okay, so I was laying down and then petting our littlest boy Nelson. And then Murdoch was up top on top of the couch. So in order to get myself away from the edge where I was petting Nelson, um, I did kip my foot and I did accidentally kip it so hard that I did hit our other dog in the face because I was coming over wow. to pet him. But like While Nelson, he was relaxing safely yes. on the couch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He yes. got an unsuspect, like he was just calmly laying down and a foot came and flew and took out his head. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And he would, you know, it takes a lot to build up that boy's trust. And you yeah. know what? Mm-hmm. We're starting from ground one now because he got kicked in the face. He got kicked in the face because, yeah, he, d- he doesn't trust. And then he's like, don't fucking touch me. You're going to just accidentally hit me again. And then she blamed our other dog like a true villain, a <laughs> true monster. <laughs> true, no, I don't want that one. True Corella DeVille. I didn't want him to hit. You're going to skin him at any moment for their furs, you fucking monster. Oh, my goodness. That's a little hard. <laughs> but they would be cute little vests. Um, uh, but I think think the worst part would be that Cassie witnessed all of it. Yes, best. Want to know why? Because they're too small to make a whole jacket. (laughs) You (laughs) fucked up, monster. But okay, but let's... you considered wet clothing you could turn them into makes this feel a little premeditated. Cassie wants those pups. I know, dude. She had to, like, she mapped it out in her mind the amount of fabric needed and she was like, I have enough for a vest between these boys. It'll be like a crop top vest because, again, (laughs) very small. You're a monster. But yes, I did witness you and I got to witness you victim blame these dogs. (laughs) Just see how much of a monster monster you are. I tried hugging them to say sorry and they both backed away from me really far. (laughs) I like put my hand out to pet and then they like literally took like 10 feet around me and like stared at me like, why the fuck would you ever do that? Like, I'm sorry. Monster. Uh, My fail, uh, fortunately, I didn't hurt any of my um, close nearby animals. So I'm going (laughs) to say I succeeded in that way alone. But uh, I am happy to get this fail just out of my life because it was not my best day. The other day I was driving home from work and I was about 0.5 miles away from home and I got a low tire warning on my car and I was like, oh, fuck, what is it? And I just like, it was like, it's nothing. It's probably just like weather changes, fluctuating. Maybe your car got a little cool and then it got hot and then it got cool again. So it lost a little bit of air. No, I get home. I go look at my car, a big old nail sticking out of it, which mm, is oh, just no. natural. And um, fortunately, I have uh, someone in kind of my family who uh, works on tires and so I sent over a photo and I was like, I don't think this can be patched, but like make my day and tell me it can be patched and I don't have to replace my whole fucking tire. And he uh, texted me back. He was like, no, no, you definitely got to replace that tire. And he's like, also your tires are 
bald as shit. Like your tires are definitely going bad. You need to replace all. Like, do all four of your tires look like that? And I was like, yes, I'm broke. I do not oh, want to no. replace all these tires. And he was like, no, I'm ordering like all of them for you because these are bad. That's dangerous to drive on. And I was like, okay. Uh, so I have to buy all new tires, and that's unfortunately not where my fail ends mm. because I um parked my car and left it and decided to take Nick's car into work the next day because he's still working from home and I didn't want to risk getting a complete blowout and then fucking up my rim and everything so I took Nick's car and I decided you know what it's gonna be fine I'm gonna go in to work an hour early today and I'll get paid a little bit more this week because I'll work an extra hour maybe I'll stay late or something work an extra hour there just kind of build up my paycheck so I can pay for these tires and I got all the way to work um no one was there because it was like seven in the morning and realized that I didn't have my office key because that's normally Mm. on my car keys but I took a different car Mm -hmm. so um yeah I got all the way there fortunately my boss came within like 30 minutes so I didn't have to drive back home but it was just a really shitty day because Mm. then I had to like sit outside of our office looking like a crazy person with all of my work stuff and just hovering by the door, waiting for her to come let me in. Mm. Just like a parent left it, or a kid left at daycare. Yes. Just sitting there with all your stuff. I had my lunch pail and everything, so oh, I literally wow. like a child. <laughs> what a nerd. Daycare. I was like, uh, this is my life. Yep. Man. Uh, so. Speaking of not having keys, or possibly losing keys, if we could switch it up a bit, that is my fail, is that we have um, the, our HR office obviously has to be locked, and uh, sometime last week, I apparently went in there, um, left the keys inside, and then locked the door. Oh. So today, we needed to get in there for uh, for an issue and um, realized, I was like, you know, I went to go get the keys. They weren't where they were. And I just looked through the window to that leads that office and saw them sitting up on the counter. Mm. It was like, mm-hmm. fuck me. So I, of course, instead of admitting this uh, right off the bat, I uh, obviously, of course, had to Google um, how to pick a lock oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. spend some time trying to pick that lock, which, um, you know... People really love to make fun of you. When they see you with a paper clip, like trying to get in a door, everybody knows what the fuck's happening. And they just like to sit around and like just shit talk you as you attempt to do this. Mm-hmm. Clearly couldn't open it. We're going to have to get a locksmith in there. Oh, so oh, it's, no one it's has a, good a spare time. key. Um, nope. <laughs> Not to this one. <laughs> it's also the one. This one has a master key on it. The ring that has the key to this office is the only one with a master key on it. Mm. So... They were like, which one has the master key? I was like, the one in there. So <laughs> it felt good. It did, felt real good. Did anyone like say that they were going to break down the door? Um, yeah, there. We had one guy who was like, I have a, um, he's like the nerdiest one. So he came down and I got really excited because I feel like this would be something like picking a lock was just something like he would use his spare time to learn. And I was like, Thomas, mm-hmm. can you help me? And he was like, I know a foolproof plan, actually. He was like, the CIA uses it all the time. And I was like, don't you, are you going to say fucking kick down the door? He was like, it's kicked down the door. I was like, fuck, <laughs> get out of my face right now. <laughs> so now, uh, no. Uh, okay, just so I can picture it, what type of door is it? Is it a wood door? Wood door. Oh, Cassie. Wood door with little long handles. Cassie, kick down that door. It's, yeah. It can be easily kicked down. Like, kick it barely closes door. as it is. Like, I can fucking kick that bitch. How much does it cost to get a locksmith versus how much does it cost to replace that door? Now we're talking about the cost-benefit analysis yes. that needs to be done. Yes. yes. And have you done it? <laughs> have you <laughs> also, run the Also, like, numbers? weigh in the enjoyable 
like aspect of each, right? Will you really get joy out of seeing the locksmith come and fix the lock? No, but will you really get joy out of kicking down a door? Yes, and I feel like that should go in the cost-benefit ratio because your own personal happiness should be part of a company's goal. It should. You know what? It, we've made it like it's halfway through the year. We haven't been able to do any events. Like this, make this a fun event. Let everybody have yes. a whack at the door. Whoever gets in the door you wins need a to big screen TV. <laughs> yes. I like that. Even if I could like drop kick another coworker into the door and try to push them through it, make it more of a challenge. Yeah. I feel like we could really bond over this. Roll a yeah. spinny chair with someone on it to the door and see if you can get enough force. There we go. Yeah. You know what? Let's make this now. It's now a success. We're going to make this an office event and really build up morale. Um, thank you guys for turning my fail into a success. I really appreciate that. Caitlin, yours is an absolute fail. Um, there's oh. no redeeming that. You're a monster. <laughs> and um, let's just, I want to continue to prove how much of a monster you're going to be. So let's get this revenge on Caitlyn started. Ah! I'll roll. Ah! Oh, okay. I rolled a seven, which is going to be throwback. So for our throwback topic today, I want to talk about, and this might be a weird one, but I want to talk about uh, meeting your friend's parents for the first time. And this could be throughout, just throughout all years. Like, I don't know if there was at any point, like if you guys ever got nervous meeting the parents or like how it always went, if there was any weird interactions. I feel like sometimes it got weird. I feel like, Cassie, you're a person who like felt comfortable around parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I was complete opposite, still am probably, um, <laughs> where I think of parents as just like aliens. <laughs> And I feel like anytime I meet a parent, it's like walking into Area 51 and having a conversation with <laughs> an alien. <laughs> Just so, like still? I, um, I think I might be a little better now okay. since parents mm-hmm. are now, uh, the age is not that scary. Yeah. I feel like yeah. two years older than me was a bit scary for a long time. <laughs> now I have friends who are 10 years or so older that are younger than me. So here we are. Um, adulting. But um, that being said, I unfortunately have a lot of weird encounters with parents because I just don't know how to handle myself in social situations, especially with older people when I was a child. Uh, And Cassie, I'm going to bring your mom into this one, actually. Okay. (laughs) So it was the first time I met your mom, which was um, when we were 18 and uh, you moved into the dorm. I moved into the dorm first and then you moved in. It was our first time meeting. And then your mom came in with you. And your mom immediately comes into our room with blue tape. Do you remember that? And said that she's going to lay it down (laughs) and divide our room with blue tapes and section off the parts of the roof. Hell yeah. That was fucking awesome. Um, My mom's fun. Your mom is fun. fun. I was going to say, that is probably the best encounter I've ever had with a parent. I have to say I'm a little jealous because I don't remember the first time I met Cassie's mom. Like, I don't don't remember the first interaction. She's just kind of been there. Yeah. She's normally better behaved with my female friends than with uh, the male friends that came over. Mm -hmm. So, but you know, she saw an opportunity for a pretty good joke coming into a stranger's place. So, and she took it and I'm proud of her for that. I was proud too. It was very good. I (laughs) I think I remember busting up laughing harder than I should (laughs) have. All the other guys, like I, I've talked to uh, a lot of our friends about like every time they mention my mom, they're like, dude, the first time I met her, she uh, like made fun of me for 10 minutes. And I'm like, yes, mom. mom. I'm pretty sure. Well, when she said that she was going to divide the room and have, she made fun of me in some sort of way, but I don't remember that didn't hit me. It was Mm -hmm. more of, it was so funny. (laughs) Pretty good bit. Pretty good. good. Whatever she said, it it was fair and pretty good. (laughs) I, uh, I don't think I have any interesting stories about like meeting parents, but there is a reoccurring theme from whenever I've met friends' parents. And that is that every time I've like gone to somebody's house and hung out with them or like interacted with them, 
there's always the parents who tell their kid, you need to feed her. Like, have you given her food? It's just a really common oh. thing for parents to want to give me food for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> just always they see food. you and they're like, please feed this one. Yeah. Feed her. Uh, oh, man. Which I, I guess I, I don't look healthy, but I was not that skinny. I was not that tiny or anything. But yeah, I, I guess I just always had a hunger in my expression or something. And recurring. What I think it is, parents. were you... Would you be like kind of quiet with with the parents and like not talk too much when they were around? I was quiet, but like respect. Parents kind of liked me because I was just kind of quiet but polite. You know, I remember names. Yeah, I made eye contact. I think the polite ones, for some reason, the instinct it's to worrisome. parent them, n- not worrisome. Like they just like, oh, this is a nice one. Let me make them feel welcome and like make them like food I can offer the them welcome food. Thing. I can't take yes. care of this child, but I can feed this child. So <laughs> I will give you the food. It seems like this child won't fuck up my child. So let them stay. Let me feed them. <laughs> Little did they know. <laughs> did you have any friends, parents that thought you were a bad influence on them? Um, I don't, I want to say yes, but I don't think so. I had one. Really? Yeah. Which is surprising because I feel like I am, I've always been kind of just the innocent child and Uh just Mm -hmm. stupid and innocent. And then I had one of my friends whose parents really thought I was a bad influence on them, which is hilarious because I think she was a bad influence on me. I had a friend's parents not think I was a bad influence, but think my parents were a bad influence on my friend. Fuck yeah. That's fucking There we good. go. Absolutely <laughs> That's true. That's fucking good. That's I, good. The friend came I over like for a sleepover right and we were allowed to like watch TV with my parents. And I think we watched like Friends the TV show or something. And she went home and told her parents about it. And uh, I think the parents at first thought that like I turned this on and I was the bad kid. And she was like, oh no, her parents were there too. And apparently my parents were just the fucking devil for turning on a, a sitcom. For watching Friends. Man, out of all the things your parents specifically could do, putting on friends is a wild one. Like the reputation is right, but the reasoning wrong. Very wrong. (laughs) Very wrong. Very wrong. Very very wrong. Yeah, I agree. My parents definitely could be the bad influence parents. There's no doubt about that. Mm -hmm. My parents are the reason one of our friends once got alcohol poisoning. So, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But friends, friends will forever be in your parents' history as to why they're bad parents. Ah. Yes. (laughs) My, um... I always had a certain mission for when I uh, met my friend's parents, and that was I needed to befriend the shit out of their dad. No! And I needed to make it where my goal was always to get the dad to say, like, they would always make the dad joke of, like, I wish you were my kid. That was my fucking goal every single time. I was like, I had a countdown of when I would get the dad to say this exact phrase, something along the lines of, like, you know what? Why don't we bring you into the family? I'd be like, yes, another one. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'd have I to ask, did my dad ever say this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think I've gotten it from your dad. I think your dad uh, just finds me entertaining in a way to like it's funny when you stop by every once in a while mm-hmm. and then like but I could take it or leave it, which is how it should be. But yes, all yeah. the other ones, you know, the other ones I had more time. My mom has adopted your other roommate, but I don't think yes. she ever adopted either of you. So. Your parents have adopted my boyfriend. Yeah. And yes. they are his their child. Mm-hmm. And they have yes. said it multiple times and he believes it too so <laughs> he very much believes it he believes it and he thinks about it often so but yeah that's a trait that me and him share he needs to befriend all the moms and i need to befriend all the dads yeah. so cassie's over here <laughs> like general grievous with all the daddies in her pocket <laughs> ready to pull out anyone at any point 
<laughs> it felt so good when I got it. Like every time of I had a dad laugh, does. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> you got your daddy sabers all in here ready to light it up. Like <laughs> You just got a bunch of backups. I feel backups. like you get the dads too. Like I, uh, getting the dads is good because I feel like like if, if someone you know as a friend has a dad in their life, mm-hmm. they probably spoil the shit out of their daughter. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you are the quote unquote chosen one that is also not their child. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. can like latch on to that. You benefit but also get, from like, that. You're like, this is not my daddy. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. Yeah. There was my one friend who was an absolute daddy's girl. Oh. And I was like the golden opportunity. He loves, he loves his little girl. And I was like, and I'm her, her best friend. Like it was the golden opportunity. And I remember the first time he like, he made the joke of like we came over and he was like oh i've been cooking all day for my favorite kid and you know i was putting my stuff away and he's like cassie get on in here and i just like fist pumped <laughs> so fucking hard <laughs> i was like yes it's my time you like made grab it. his essence from the air put it back into <laughs> your pocket i pushed his fa- all the other kids out of the way i was like fuck you fuck you <laughs> it's, it's a me, me. <laughs> Wow, that's fucking good. But now, you know, I'm more normal when meeting parents because, again, we're closer in age. This was when Mm -hmm. I was littler. This was, but it did still last through high school. I had this goal through high school and I never got your parents, McKenna. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll tell my dad the one day. One day. Your dad did offer to let me drive a car, which I feel like he's very free to do, but that felt like a moment. So <laughs> <laughs> he was dead serious and you never took him up on it too. He was actually kind of, I think that might have been the moment where he did, but the fact that you didn't say yes, mm. it was that hesitation. Is when I ruined it. Yeah. Damn it. He was like, any of my kids would have said yes. <laughs> Oh fuck, Cassie! Fuck, that's the most devastating Cassie thing I've ever heard. Been his kid, if you would have said yes, I would have said yes to what I wanted to do. Oh. Okay, that hurts, but <laughs> I got to deal with it. So um, I'm gonna give you guys points, Caitlin. You're you did bring up my mom, and I you mentioned how cool my mom. mom was. So I am I'm gonna give you um, 30 points for that, Makita. You you made it like you pointed out a truth to me. We determined the opportunity that I had and when I blew it. But now I know how to fix it. So I'm going to mm-hmm. give you 50 points for that. And now it's time to Caitlin got points, which is absurd. But she did bring up my mom. So I'm yeah, not going to. I got to do that. But it was points for mama. It was not points truly for Caitlin. It was all for mama. Those ones were for mama. But this, these in-between roles and these little games that we're about to do is when um, we'll really come after Caitlin. So uh, before we get into these games, though, I do want to make it a little more high stakes and leave uh, the amount of damage up to fate. So before each of these games, um, I'll have each of you roll a d4. And that number is going to be your multiplier to determine how much damage you get. Oh, um, my God. So if you lose the game, it's going to be 100 points times your multiplier. Whoa. Oh, my God. So best of luck, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> my multiplier. Fuck, we have to do math today? Um, yep. Yep, oh, I should have a Cassie. calculator up for that. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, Cassie, Hold you, on. I can pull up the calculator. No. I have, I'm in no. Excel right now. I can Not do it. I have the calculator app up. She has the calculator app. Let's see how long it takes her to type in each one of these numbers. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> this is my entire job. Watch how bad I am at it. Okay, Um. so before we get into this, I do want you guys both to roll a D4, just so you know the stakes right now for each of you. Damn it, I got a four. I also got a four. Okay, so 400 <laughs> to each of you guys. Wow. I don't need a calculator. It's all times 100. Cassie, you need a calculator. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. I'm getting rid of this calculator. I, I was going to say that, but I also didn't want to like put too much pressure on it in case that was a struggle. <laughs> McKenna, I respect the shit out of you. I respected you I so much. <laughs> 
All right. So for this first round, it's going to be a trivia round. So winner gets to survive. Loser loses 400 points. We're not even doing damage. It's going straight minus points like the Caitlin special. So um, first question, you can ring in with your name. First question is, when do you use a semicolon? Fucking hell. Books. Yes, books. Uh, It's a use to to separate two independent clauses or two complete sentences. It fixes Mm. comma splices and few sentences. Boom. Correct. Yeah. To um, represent a semicolon is to represent victims of. Are you talking about mental illness? Yes. It reminds you to breathe and take a pause. Yes. (laughs) You know what? You it's that's what the tattoo means or any like other signage, but not the actual like the semicolon in a grammatical sense. So I'm not going to give it to you. And books already did answer. So um, sorry. That was a good try. But I'm sorry, I'm out here advocating. You know what? And you are semi-less <laughs> of a villain for that, but you still got a lot of ground to make up. Uh, next question. What is an irregular verb? Do I just lose 400? <laughs> Was that that, or do I lose it at the end of this? No, at the end of this, okay. we're going to see there's, there's, there's more questions. You have okay, a chance. Good, good. Because I'm not going to get any of them right, I don't think, based upon... <laughs> Based on what you're saying, <laughs> do I can you repeat I, it again? Oh, but of course, let's give her a chance. Books. <laughs> what is an irregular verb, Caitlin? Yep, a verb that is not ending in ly. Mm, what a verb? That's an adverb. <laughs> <laughs> That's an adjective or an adverb. Is that it's an, an adverb? adverb? <laughs> <laughs> or is that an adjective? There, yeah. Okay. <laughs> a verb is an action word. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, a, a, what is it? A non-inclusive? What is it? <laughs> what is it? What is it called? <laughs> what? But, Say it with your words. <laughs> uh, I don't actually know this one. Wait. 100% irregular verb. Is it? Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. She thinks she could get another it- shot at this. <laughs> This is just for entertainment purposes now. It is irregular okay, verb. Okay, go for it, Caitlin. <laughs> okay, it's going to be like something with an ing at the end of it. No. Oh, that's a gerund. <laughs> that's a what? <laughs> Say it again, Harry. What is it? A gerund. A, a what? A Hold on, gerund. I really don't know what you're saying. A gerund? G-E-R-U-N-D. Verbs Never ending in ing are gerunds. You have to I'm use them joking. with a to be verb so it's like i was running the running becomes a gerund whoa i've literally never heard that before damn the fact that you can just sound like a book when explaining these is fantastic yeah wow. okay well was i right nope you were wrong ah jeez. <laughs> book so what do you okay do you i actually think? don't even know if i know the answer to this one but is it a verb that does not conjugate in the typical way is it a verb yeah. that conjugates irregularly so okay yeah, so like drink, drunk, drank. So like when you, uh, it switches like yeah, how it's... Yeah, where it's not consistent with the, yeah. The whatever the core, the whatever the fuck. Yeah. Darn it. Yeah. Swimming was so mm-hmm. close. All right, Tugel, I believe in you for this one, okay? okay? Next question. What is an adverb? Oh, okay. So we talked about irregular verbs and now we're talking about adverbs. Mm-hmm. An adverb is an L-Y verb. No. Far too late. <laughs> Books. You really, you really set on this ly. I wish I knew that going into this, but it's not. I'm sorry. Oh, darn it. <laughs> yes, books. <laughs> what is it, it? This is one I'm not very confident in either. But is it a? Ver- uh, it's a word that describes the verb and not the noun or the subject. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. 
So, um, you know what? Books has it at this point, but this is the question I honestly think you might have a shot at, Dougal. Okay. So, final question here. Name four authors. Four authors. Stephanie Myers. (laughs) 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 You didn't make it with your name. Jake. She has it these last couple of times. (laughs) J.K. Rowling. I'm actually impressed. Um, Amy Poehler. um, (laughs) (laughs) Technically... Tina Fey. Those are poor authors. (laughs) Anything else, Cass, you want more? Fucking Christ. Salinger. Don't know his first name. (laughs) Who wrote Uncle Tom's Cabin? Who the fuck knows at this point? You gotta just stick with Gatsby. He's not the writer. (laughs) Book. I don't remember. Great. The great Gatsby. Gatsby The person who wrote that was F. Scott Fitzgerald. Scott's F. Fitzgerald. Well, some people like to switch it up. You know what? That's fun and whimsical. (laughs) I am proud of you for pulling on comedians that have written books. Um, That was a good loophole. I am a little impressed about that. But I also but, like did name like six or seven authors. Yeah. You know what? You showed your big brain power and I'm so proud I of you. I don't think you the soundtrack get... one counts, but good try. Why? <laughs> Why not? It was. And then you did give credit to Gatsby. So I don't know. Like you lost <laughs> a little bit. J.D. Salinger. Is that correct? Is that his name? Give it to me. Yes. <laughs> give it, give Say it yes. to me. Give it to me. <laughs> But unfortunately, you did just get one uh, right. Oh, so um, that is going to be Books who won this game. That is minus 400 for Dougal. Oh, Congrats, Books. All right. And then let's go on to our main adventure. Okay. I rolled an eight, which is going to be Shark Tank Pitch. Caitlin, you know I do pretty good at these. You have a chance to impress me. So um, I have some money. I'm ready to invest. And I want to know what you guys are going to pitch. Cassie. Cassie. Dougal. Cassie. Caitlin. So, I would like to pitch you a project. Pitch you a product mm-hmm. that would help us in particular, and so many other dog owners in this world. Okay, and it's called. Well, before I tell you what it's called, I'm going to tell you what it does. So sometimes when you're watching a TV and you're enjoying your favorite television show, let's say Loki. Mm-hmm. Your dog decides to get mm-hmm. rowdy. Always get rowdy. So rowdy uh, with excitement. Every or maybe time during that show. You're Always. recording a podcast. And like the past 20 minutes, your dog decides to get rowdy. It got rowdy. Sometimes mm-hmm. they like to get rowdy. And that is why I needed in my life doggy go night night. <laughs> this is the doggy patented improvement method that works with your dog, with, not at, your dog, to create a quiet environment for you and a fun-filled environment for them. When you want some peace, just place the doggy go night-night out. And essentially, it's a quiet, like, it's a, let's play the quiet game. Are you drugging the dogs? No, Cassie. It's actually completely the opposite. Okay. What the doggy go night-night is, it is a, it's like a freestanding object. So you just place it in the middle of the room and it has like a random rotation. You know, those pen, pens that you had where you press down like the multiple different colors. Like mm-hmm. it had, This has like a five different mm-hmm. sides of it. Right. Okay. And it rotates between the multiple different functions that it has. Um, one of the function does shine lights in the room. The next does uh, eject a giant antler bone. The next throws a toy um, at your dog. And it only ejects these toys when your dog gets quiet. So that way they know they get rewarded for being silent. 
Okay. And if your dog gets loud, the dog, the um, device has a barking that mimics the dog bark that mm-hmm. tells them, hey, shut the fuck up. Oh, it can communicate with them. It communicates with them. And okay. then it waves if they don't really fucking get it. Because sometimes, you know, they got a dense skull. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Dogs, I love them. But sometimes, you know, they ain't the smartest. People, me too. I would, some- be, I would be the same. <laughs> People, me too. Me too. I would be just like that. And you know what? We get me. Hmm. And we also get these dogs. What? A piece of chicken flying in the air. <laughs> cooked chicken? Uh, yes, cooked boiled chicken. It's going to be, I'm sorry, I said thrown through the air. It's not. It's just being waved back and forth like a white flag. Okay. Like a white flag of chicken. Mm-hmm. And then once it gets the dog's attention, a boom, another random distraction is thrown their way. And that is how you get the doggy go night night to get your doggies go night night. But they won't be going night night. Yeah. I do love the product, the name. Yeah. yeah. They're not going night night. Yeah. They're very much playing in like awake and involved with this toy yes. and interacting with yes. it. But you can go night night because it's quiet. But it's doggy go night night. Doggy go night night. <laughs> And breaking it down like a slam she poem really isn't explaining my question. Doesn't, uh, <laughs> it doesn't quite doesn't work for the product. product. Doggy go. <laughs> night, night. Night, night. Okay, I do. Oh, hold on, Cassie. Mm. Doggy go, semicolon, night, night. <laughs> do you get it now? It's not an independent clause. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Doggy go, night, night. Yes, thank you. But um, so the first one, you said it put out a light. Uh, yeah, so um, I know our dogs in particular, they really like when my phone catches like a light oh, okay. and it, like a ch- it like has a light mm-hmm. thrown against the wall. So it's like a little rainbow light that goes against the wall. It's kind of like a laser pointer, yeah, but yeah, less yeah. scarring for the dog. Okay, all right. I thought it was literally just like a little flashlight and I was like, I don't know how it's going to get their attention. No, imagine a disco ball. Okay, yeah. now I'm into it. It's fun. I think you do have a good product here. Thank you. Um, how do you reload the chicken? You reload the chicken. The best part is it relates by itself. How this machine is cooking chicken inside its body. Yes. And it has a constant source of chicken. Yes. Is it murdering chickens inside of itself? You know, that's not part of the patent. (laughs) But I won't confirm or deny that. You know what? Um, I'm worried about how ethical this product is now. And um, how confusing the name is. Like how long does it have raw chicken just hanging out? It's again, it is cooked. Okay, Boiled. but it's like, how long can you keep good chicken in a room temperature robot? How do you know it's room temperature? How why how are you going to keep it cool? You, how, this thing's a little fucking fridge. Maybe. Also, my dog doesn't eat cold fucking chicken. Also, what if it heats it up right before it throws it? This thing is truly fucking wild. <laughs> what would the price range on this bad boy be? $5.99. $5.99? $599. Okay. That's why it makes chicken. All right. I mean, a Roomba costs more than that. I don't think you're going to make any profit on this. I don't think you're going to make any night nights quiet. <laughs> I will not be making any night nights quiet. That's for sure. <laughs> I think our listeners will still get to hear our dogs play. <laughs> I do have a uh, a product here. I think it's a better product for a dog. I think okay. it's gonna it's gonna be cheaper. It makes more. The name for itself makes more sense. Okay. Um, so uh, what I would like to pitch right. to you all. I'm excited to hear this. Thank you. I I love having your guys' attention. Like all the dads in my life. I'm gonna. Be, I, my product is called I'm the Baby Now Dog. And what this product is, it's gonna turn your dog into a baby. What? Yes, your dog into a baby so do you love your dog like parents love their kids 
More than. Are yes. you tired of making plans for the day and then realizing you t- can't take your dog to the places you want to go? Yeah. Do you feel bad every time you have to leave your house without your precious little pupper? Yes. All right. Yes. What if I told you I could solve your problem? What if I told you I had a way that I could make it where you could always take your dog everywhere you wanted? I like that. I, I have your attention. You have all my money. All the money already. And you know what? It's, it's I know, done. Yeah. I love this already. I'm still going to like it. I know I have it in just the name and saying you can get your dog everywhere, but I want you guys to fully witness the genius of this. So I know what you're probably thinking. You're going to tell me like to go get a fake pass to make my dog a therapy pet. And no, that's unethical. You shouldn't be faking this. <laughs> what I have, I have an ethical way for you to sneak your dogs into places. They're not allowed. So allow me to teach you how to ethically lie here. And the key to that instance is to disguise your dog as a baby. <laughs> so this is going to be a pack that comes with a whole bunch of baby clothes for you to pick to put your dog in for the day. And then it's going to come with a little thing to put over their nose that makes it look like instead of a dog nose, it's just a baby sucking on a little pacifier or something. <gasps> like it's going to smoosh up their little nose and make it like it's just a little baby sucking on a toy. There's also in that thing, there's going to be a noise piece that will make uh, have a voice disorder. So when they bark, it'll just sound like a baby crying. And then you know what? You're the baby now, dog. <laughs> I uh, I do have one question uh-huh. about this product. What is your solution for my 77-pound puppy? Papoose. Big old papoose. Woo, woo, woo. You can put him right in the papoose. Okay, so what I was imagining is like a stroller, but like the dog is standing up. And then like, so you can only see the head inside the stroller. Uh-huh. And then there's like a curtain over the bottom of it. So you yeah, can't like see you can leg. lay them on their little back, tuck them into a stroller like yeah. you would a baby. A baby. Yeah. And then, you know, you're pushing around mm-hmm. your 70 pound dog if you don't want to put them in the papoose. I like the papoose idea. I feel like papoose <laughs> might hurt a little while. <laughs> After a little while. You would have to might limit. notice the furry legs and tail in the papoose. Mm, you just put them in a little onesie with little booties on. They'll have no idea. Never no idea. Know. Okay. <laughs> like, first of all, how do you my, find a onesie that big? Baby has giant fucking legs. Yeah. <laughs> People will be worried about the like proportions of your human baby, but it's gonna be fine. <laughs> it looks like, like a full the proportions human. Proportions <laughs> of my sister-in-law. <laughs> You had a big baby, okay? That's all that the people need to know. And they don't need to say sorry. They don't have a right to ask these fucking questions, okay? So it's just you and your baby trying to enjoy a day out shopping or whatever the fuck, okay? I like that. I do. I love this. But Mm -hmm. Cassie, the Mm -hmm. biggest question I have for you right now. Yeah. Does your dog dog like it? Your dog loves it. He loves to be a baby. He's with you always. He has to go everywhere with this human. He also doesn't have to walk. Imagine if you got to go everywhere and didn't have to fucking walk. But what if the doggies like to walk? They can walk, you know, like once it's like you're out from there. Well, okay. How about, okay, if the stroller, Mm -hmm. we have little holes so that he can walk when you push the stroller. It could be a little Fred Flintstone thing. Yes! And it hides it for him. Yep. Yes. Okay. I like it. There we go. I feel like they would like it too. Yeah. Then it's a fun game for them. If you, you can like that, slide in a little platform when they want to sit and then you take out the platform and they can walk. There we go. Wow. All set. I like that. Thank you. I'm in. Give it to me now. Excellent. All right. My Shark Tank pitch is going to take a, a big turn from puppies. Although um, I do love both puppy products. I love all puppy products. Uh, my Shark Tank pitch is to help us all get ready to to be back to interacting with other people because uh this past few weeks i've had to interact with a lot of people and guys i don't know how to do it so Mm -hmm. i am introducing post-pandemic day camps 
these uh the days in which we can hide our faces behind masks or turning off our cameras are limited we're ending the zoom calls um if you're vaccinated you don't have to wear a mask in most places which means the days of social interactions with strangers including controlling your face muscles responding when people ask questions not being able to use the excuse of oh i just can't hear you because you're muffled behind your mask um they're kind of going to be over real soon and uh, as much as I don't love the fact that there's a pandemic, I did kind of love not interacting with a lot of people. And if you're like me, and I think the whole entire podcast here, uh, you're incredibly anxious for this increase in socializing, the small talk, the like fake smiles, everything is just a lot of pressure. I never know what to say. So here's my, my proposition, my shark tank. Um, and I hope it's going to alleviate a lot of fear. You can simply sign up for one of our post-pandemic day camps. Day camps are three weeks long. All can be done after work hours. So you do not need to interrupt with your day-to-day lives and are pet-friendly. So you don't have to leave your puppies post-pandemic day camps. Include yeah. the pups. At these camps, you will have small doses of interactions with strangers mixed with fun camp activities. Never once will you be interacting with a stranger without also having a camp activity to enjoy from new friendships at the craft table while making bracelets and picture frames you can find yes. common interests at the ropes course and small talk is finally enjoyable when you get to learn archery at the same time you can relearn to socialize the same way you learned when you were a child through camps we're going to learn mm-hmm. how to make friends again learn how to talk to strangers again all while having a fun time at pa- post-pandemic like day camps wow I Our, love these. I really like this because that is that was when it was the easiest time to socialize with people was at camp because it was just it was that camp mm-hmm. energy. You had camp shit to talk about, like all the activities and everything. So it's a very good bonding area. And then you know what? Once you successfully have a conversation with somebody, I feel like they're going to be more on board. Like it was so easy to make best friends as a kid. Mm-hmm. And like we're going to be at that same level. Like we have a good 10 minute conversation with a person. I can give them a, a, a best friend bracelet. <sighs> So good. Yes, you're bonded. You now have a permanent relationship. Lasts forever. I honestly just love any forced environment. Uh, (laughs) And this sounds like my jam. Um, It sounds like a bunch of adults forced into a situation because they literally can't function. And I love it. Mm -hmm. And I will be there. And I will socialize. I won't enjoy all of it. But I will. So much afterwards and during. Like there's going to be parts where I'm going to be like, I don't know how to talk to people. But then I'm going to get over it. And we're gonna all going to learn together. Because you're going to be having fun. Exactly. And then when you have to go really socialize without all these fun activities, you get to, you feel a little Show less everyone else your bracelet. suck. Yeah. And maybe you can bond because maybe you both went to post-pandemic day camps at different times. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be wearing like the little shirts from it and everything when you go out. <gasps> yes. Mm-hmm. I really like this. I think you, you knocked it out of the park books. I, I will invest in your product for sure. Um, I'm also going to give you points. Uh, I think it's exactly how we need to get back into things. So I am going to reward you with 100 points. Dougal, I do like the idea of your product. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it can happen. And also, you know, I'm a sucker for the name. So I'm just going to, I do think you have something there. It just needs to be workshop just a little bit. Okay. Um, so I'm going to give you uh, 50 points for that. And All now right, I'll workshop it. I'll bring it to the, the other sharks and. Have them give me feedback. And you know what? That's how you grow. And that's how a product grows. It becomes a great product. So you're welcome for that. <laughs> you're welcome, um, world. Also, you're welcome for this game that's about to happen. Oh, um, God, no. So for this round, it's not going to be trivia. Uh, I, wanna, I want you guys to like uh, become one with me. I want you guys to be able to read my mind. Okay. So 
these are going to be a couple of questions where I'll be thinking of something and whoever either gets the closest to what I'm thinking or actually gets it, hopefully gets right on the money, uh, will win. So again, uh, just go ahead and ring in with your names. First question, uh, what number from one from 100 am I thinking of? Caitlin. Yep. 69. No, but nice. Books. <laughs> yes, books. 13. It is 13 oh, right on the fuck. money. Isn't that your favorite number? Of course, that's my favorite number. Fuck Come you, on. Taylor Swift. Come on. 69, you know what? It, that's too obvious. I got to go for my favorite number. All right, next question. What color am I thinking of? Caitlin. Caitlin? Blue. Books. No. Books. Pink. You know what? It was pink books. I don't know how you knew that one. I wanted to switch it up a bit, but that was that was really good. You're actually, you, me and you, we're on the same page right now. Caitlin, step it up same a bit, page. all right? I feel, I feel bamboozled. Next question. I'm thinking of a food. <laughs> what is that food? Caitlin. Caitlin. Pizza. Books. Not pizza. Books. Mac and cheese. Of course it's mac and cheese. I fucking love mac and cheese. And Caitlin, I know we just had pizza, so it seems like I would be doing that, but yeah. I thought of these earlier, and okay. I got to stay true to me. So of oh, course yeah, it's okay. mac and cheese. Books fucking killing it. All right, final question. What state am I thinking of? Caitlin. Caitlin. Books. New Hampshire. Not New Hampshire. Yes, books. Hawaii. Of course it's Hawaii. Why wouldn't I want to go to a tropical island? <laughs> Out of all the states, I would have to pick Hawaii. It's obvious. <laughs> You know what, Caitlin? You, so <laughs> <laughs> you did terrible at that game. Be better, Dougal. <laughs> it's like you didn't even try to read my mind that round. Like I don't know what's up with you, but I it feel just like won- all these answers were really obvious, <laughs> and you didn't even try. I feel like they were really thought out. <laughs> they really had a deep meaning with Cassie. <laughs> <laughs> for somebody who's known me as long as books has like obviously these would be my answers um but can you go ahead and roll d4 for me let's see how much damage you're gonna lose oh man two all right 200 points down the drain let's go ahead and see if you can make it up with our next roll all right i rolled an 18 which is gonna be what do you love so you know let's get wholesome i've been picking on you caitlin it's time for us to get a little bit wholesome and let's just share some loves well, I'm going to, I guess I'll, I'll start with my love then. Because I don't love woozing point. Woozing. Woozing. I don't love woozing point. <laughs> <laughs> but what I do love, um, what I do love is The Bachelorette. Um, especially this season of The Bachelorette. It is very good. First of all, because The Bachelorette herself, I actually like her as a person. And mm. like, I don't feel bad at watching mm. her go through this because I feel like she's like a decent human being. Beam? Beam? A good human beam. <laughs> she beams that vibe right Gotta into you. Those good <sighs> human beams. She's a good beam. And then also the guys that she has on board, not all of them are perfect. They're not all like that great, but collectively, they're like the best group of guys that we've seen in a long time. Like they're not all shitty. There is a, uh, a dude named Greg who she says, which this should give you her character, has resting sad face. And he looks like <laughs> Ryan Gosling. So you can kind of put that together. Just how he looks. He's like cute, but also does look very sad. So um, I love that shit. Um, I'm just also just really rude. I like 
don't care who's going to win because there's a lot of good guys there. And like, I feel like she's really picking the good guys to go forward. Like at some point she gives roses to guys that like it's questionable, Mm -hmm. but it's like, she's in the experience. She doesn't Mm -hmm. know. She doesn't see everything that we're seeing because we have the cameras everywhere. And um, I don't feel shitty for watching the bachelorette for, for like once. Like I love all the changes that they've made and it, it just seems very much more positive and wholesome. If the bachelorette could ever feel wholesome. (laughs) If putting one person with 30 other mates and seeing men get all ape like and ferocious for a moment can ever be, you know, good to watch. It's a great show to watch. What am I kidding? I love watching this shit. (laughs) Let's not try to pretend we're not garbage. Of course. (laughs) Of course we're garbage but i do love it so much yeah you could still see like the producers like doing their thing they have to they're making a show and but like i do i do like how she's handling a lot of situations so i am entertained at first i didn't like any of the guys but now we're getting to later on in the season the guys tend to like bond more so we're getting close to that and that's when it that's when the shit gets good connor and greg they are mm-hmm. two of the guys connor first of all I'm going to ruin the first episode. Connor comes in in a cat suit. <laughs> He's dressed as a oh, fucking yeah. cat. The Connor, he, he gets a rose and he goes farther than just the first episode and he's dressed as a fucking cat. He literally looks like Skimble Shakes. Yep. And she's like, fuck yeah, I love this cat man. She, she was so excited to see him dressed as a cat. And yeah. he committed to the bit. Not only was he making cat puns, he was waving around his little tail, walking up to her. Yeah. He also stood outside the door and scratched at the window yeah. until like to like, cause he couldn't open the door cause he was a cat. So <laughs> you know what? He fucking commits. I, I fucking love it so much. And then, he has a bromance with with resting sad face. Him and resting sad face have a bromance, and I, <laughs> I also love it. when she sat down resting sad face, like that was like, they had just sat down for their little one on one time, and she was like, "Are like it was something along the lines of like, how are you doing? I can never tell you always look so sad." <laughs> <laughs> and I love her. I love her for that. I love her so much. She's a gem. I loved her when she was on what's his face this season, and I love Michael? her even more now that she's a bachelorette. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't Was remember it? her name. Her that last name right, is, but he's like faded. I don't remember. It her might name. be Michael. Is I can't her name remember. Katie? Yeah, her name's Katie. Okay, her name is Katie, and then it's like H. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dog for sure. Sounds I, right. Just <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, while you're looking that up and researching, I'm gonna jump into my web. And my wife, Thurston. I've been spending a lot of time. Um, That's her last name. Her, Katie Thurston. <laughs> That's uh, <laughs> I've been uh, crocheting quite a lot. And I, I really love crocheting. And I've talked about this. But I've kind of learned a new love of mine associated with crocheting. And it is that I love that when I crochet, sometimes I fuck up and I mess up like everything but what I love the most is I realize that it doesn't matter because it's really just for me and it's something Mm -hmm. I enjoy and it's so nice to fail at something miserably and have it mean absolutely nothing like the only thing it did was take some time out of my life but I've like learned from it but it's just such a relief to try something and just absolutely fuck it up and like well I'm just gonna cut that off throw that bit of yarn away and move on with my life and there's no permanent damage it's getting a lot of anxiety out of me and I really love this I love that for you too that's really that's also because it is like we you know we respect the fact that you crochet we're so amazed by it but I also do love that like it's not like stressful when you mm-hmm. like mess something up. I like that. It's just like a calming thing for you. Yes. I love that for you. Mm-hmm. If I could say love that for you. Uh, I, I, Hey Cassie, 
Thank I you. I love that for her. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> hey. No, this is the love section. I mean, yes, girl. Go, girl. <laughs> yes, queen. Go off, queen. Look, you have to make a supportive girl podcast out of our description. <laughs> I don't think that is anywhere in the description. It's the main thing about this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) The plate. We sold it on. (laughs) We sold what? (laughs) Our souls. Just kidding. Anyways, books. You um. You actually have knitted some really cool things, and or crocheted. I don't. I don't know the difference. But you've done some really cool things. Like you've made like a T-shirt, haven't you? I made yeah. I made like a little like halter top and then a tank top. And you made like your niece, didn't you make her a hat or something? Yeah, I've made a few hats and I made a blanket. Fuck, man. You just have so much talent. Like you can make things to eat them, to eat them. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> fucking weirdo. Nom, to, nom. to wear them and to have other people wear them. Sorry, I just go straight to eating when things are great. It's <laughs> <laughs> so great. I would love to put it in my mouth. I would love that. Also, sorry, our dog was gurgling his own dick right now. So like I got distracted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that was happening thank you for that yeah because yeah, he was eating his dick and he was like gurgling <laughs> it i hope you can't hear that i hope you can't hear that but just so you know behind the scenes he was gurgling that's what his that dick. sound was yeah mm-hmm. yeah something that we don't love very much was happening <laughs> i'm gonna try to take that from my mind though um what i love is uh adult arcades and i don't think this is the proper term because that doesn't sound great yes. but um this is like David Buster's or arcade. anywhere where like a little an arcade that like also serves like drinks and stuff. And like, it's more of an adult environment. Like you're not looked at like a weirdo for being very excited to play these games when mm-hmm. you're adult. And that's why I love them because like you get an environment where like every, like all the adults are at the same level of excitement for all the games they see. So you like see a new game and everyone's excited for it. Or you get the classics of like skee-ball and shit. And like I've never seen an adult react poorly to skee-ball. Everybody fucking <laughs> loves skee-ball. And it's just a great time. And then where it really becomes fun is like, you know, you're still getting um, tickets throughout the whole thing. And like even as an adult, it's still very exciting to mm-hmm. see you get like a good amount of tickets. And this is universal. Mm-hmm. And then you get to see adults really deter- like go to the prize store and really do the math and mm-hmm. really really figure out what they want mm-hmm. like as an adult i feel like you bring this really like cost benefit analysis to everything in there even though it's all garbage and you know this but you take it so seriously and like to see all these adults making very serious decision about like which sticky hand they want <laughs> brings me a lot of joy <laughs> but that's my love i mckenna i really love yours and i love that it's like de-stressing for you while you get to make cool things I'm going to give you 100 points for that. Cassie, I have a quick question for you. Thank yeah. You. Can we share what we did this weekend or would we like to keep that till later? Oh, you could share it. Okay. So we did We did go to one of these adult arcades over the weekend. Yeah, we did. We went to Dave and Buster's. We went to awesome. Dave and Buster's, which is the first time we've been in like a long time because there was a pandemic. Yeah. I got a yo-yo from it. It's a light up yo-yo. It kicks ass. And we did <gasps> spend a yes. lot of time in that prize area and I did end up with a claw grabby hand and it was very exciting. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I was hyperventilating. I was so excited. There was our... It's like sucking in my mask. Like... <laughs> <laughs> 
Caitlin's boyfriend was trying to leave and we were we were like doing comparing each grabby hand to each other and seeing what all each could pick up to see which one was the best investment. So mm-hmm. it was serious business in there. It really was. And I think we yes. did end up with the right grabby hand. It, we did. It we effectively did. scares our dogs. Yeah. Every time I, t- I touch it. So that's they fun. Do oh, not brilliant. love it. Do not love it. Have not interacted with it, but do not love it in either way. Um, but yeah, I, I really love your love because um, it you. is so fresh. And um, I don't know if you guys have Hulu or if you've seen the commercial of Dave and Buster's with the giant hippopotamus. What, no, hungry, hungry, hungry hippos. Hungry hippos. The game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we specifically went to hungry, hungry. We went to Dave and Buster's to play this hungry, hungry hippos game. Let me tell you. Yes. It's fucking wild. <laughs> I am the one one of the, on us only who did play it. And Cassie, would you say it's wild? It's truly wild. It is so loud in a place that's bumping music has tons of people screaming. You can hear hungry, hungry hippos chomping at these balls <laughs> throughout the whole freaking place. Like it draws so much Amazing. attention it as did. Caitlin's like shaking baby syndrome herself on this hungry, hungry hippo. <laughs> I was, and it made so much noise and I did not care because I was making the hippo so hungry and he was eating so many balls. Also, it was like... Definitely on a slant because none of the balls were rolling towards me. Yeah, it didn't. It so didn't upset. work great. It was. It, it did not work great. But let me tell you, it brought so much joy, and I was so glad we saw that commercial and, and relived that, or lived that that dream. We lived that dream. Uh, Dougal, you brought for your love the Bachelorette. Yeah, you know I love that trash with yes. you as well. I'm gonna give you 50 points for that. And we are technically out of time. I'm gonna do just one round of this game. Um, We'll see how fast it goes. We'll we'll make this a speed around here. So for this next game uh, to take down Caitlin, or maybe Caitlin gets redemption. We'll see. Uh, it's going to be categories. So I'll name the categories. You guys just go back and forth, and whoever okay. can't name any more things that fit that category loses. Okay. So there's no way for me to rig this uh-huh. one, Dougal. Oh wow! I know it's very exciting. Yeah. Okay. You get redemption. So uh, for our first category, it is going to be flowers. Uh, we'll start with Dougal. Gerber. What? It's a you forgot the rest oh. of it. No, it's I'm not sorry. just a Gerber flower. Oh, well, that's how I... Oh, t- sorry, sunflower. It's a Gerber daisy. Okay. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I'm sorry, <laughs> Gerber baby. It is... Oh, wait, it's a Gerbera? Gerber daisy. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I thought it was You didn't mean Gerber, Gerber daisies? No, I did not mean Gerber daisies. Excuse me. Um, Excuse anyway, should we me. start again? Let's start again. We're going to throw a new flower out there instead of the okay. Gerber baby food. Okay. Sunflower. <laughs> Rose. Daisy. Tulip. Hydrangea. Hibiscus. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, orchard. Orchid. Lily. <laughs> <laughs> She was, doing, a, she was doing the phonetic one. <laughs> I pictured it in my I mind. That's how it came she did already say oh, tulip. Oh, she did. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I'm sorry. I, got <laughs> I, I said orchid. <laughs> it threw you off. You know what? That well, was a test around. We'll say we'll give you a second here. Okay. Now I want you guys to name tools. Tools? Yeah, tools. And we'll start with books this time. All right. Wrench. Hammer. Screwdriver. Saw. Tape measure. Pick. Pick. Allen wrench. Axe. <laughs> <laughs> <Are you? laughs> 
They are tools, are they not? <laughs> Fucker. These are tools. There's a pickaxe and an axe. I don't what know what head? a pick is. A pick. You used a pick to try to pick a lock. <laughs> That's a lock pick. <laughs> a fucking pick. <laughs> Books, do you have um, another one? Or must I continue naming I tools? I think I said flathead. She did. Okay, I'm sorry. Cassie Davis. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest tool of them all. Does that count, Cassie? If I let pick go, I guess I'll go ahead and let this one go, you fucking hoe. All right, go books. <laughs> All right, drill. What do you have? <laughs> Plunger. <laughs> what the fuck? It's a toilet tool, okay? Break. <laughs> We're getting very abstract. Tractor. <laughs> God, that's equipment. It's a tool. <laughs> <laughs> Fork. <laughs> what? It's a utensil. It's along the same thing. Spoon. <laughs> Chopsticks. Corn dog. <laughs> okay. All right. It's completely gone off the rails. I'm gonna say books won that one. Why? I named the best tool of them all. <laughs> You were pretty savage, and you know I do kind of respect that, but you are going to lose this one. <laughs> you go ahead and roll a d4 for me. I got a one. Okay, so minus 100 points for you. Uh, that is going to be the end of our episode, though, because we are out of time. Um, but before we go, I do want this to end on a happy note um, and give Caitlin, you know, something good, something to feel good about. So let's go on to our crit successes. How have you all succeeded? Well, aside from playing Hungry Hungry Hippos and really awakening all of Dave and Buster's, mm -hmm. <laughs> that was, you know, a success. Um, I think the coolest thing that I did this weekend was the fact that I, for the first time, entered and purchased from a weed dispensary and yeah. I yeah. did it confidently. I was not as awkward as you would think. And I bought weed for my dog. Bought CBD, a little CBD. Especially made yeah. for dog. And I did do that. And I would say that's a success because I'm an adult and I could do that. That's cool. right. You live in California. You just walked My in there. My dog has weed too. Oh, Hell wow. Yeah. dogs. You got it. You got to calm these boys. Yeah, they you got to calm them down every yeah. once in a while. Our We're anxious little crazy boys. anxiety. And, you know, with all the fireworks, he needed it. And our little boy got his little weed. He and needed a little bit of weed. Yeah. And, you know, it was good. And I enjoyed it. It was good. Proud I'll of you. Along the same lines, my success is that um, I got redemption from last 4th of July where I almost set a place on fire with a sparkler. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I wove around mm -hmm. a sparkler for a little bit. Didn't burn anything down this year. So it's, you know what, 2021, wow. looking up, looking up, you guys. Our, uh, our street does get like a war zone. It gets the smoke from the fireworks gets so thick. It looks like you live by the beach and it's like foggy. Um, and at one point, Someone lit off a really big firework, which was illegal in our area, but they did it anyways. And it fell over and it um, it definitely launched off towards a car of a family as they were exiting their car, as they were exiting oh, the car Jesus. and they swiftly did get back into their car <laughs> as, as fireworks were hitting the side of their car. And then one of those stray fireworks did come straight for us, too. Um, it hit the curb in front of us, though. We or were, if there was not a curb, it would have sucked. <laughs> we would have gotten got by a firework. The fire was shooting at you. It was. It was quite exciting, but also very terrifying at the same time. And also, none of those were my fault. Yeah. And I had a sparkler and could be trusted with it. Yeah. So, yeah, it was like, big oh, success. Man. 
Dan- that was that was Proud dumb person. Not me though. Not me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my success. I actually had a very low key Fourth of July. Um, we didn't do too much. We just hung out with Puppy and kept him calm, which was good because he just got over being sick and everything. My success, though, a while back, I mentioned that I ordered my invitations. My wedding invitations are finally in. I have them in person, Ooh, and they will how be going out do to they all look? the guests soon. Oh, they're fucking gorgeous. I can't wait for you to see them. Hell yeah. I can't wait to get that in the mail. I'm so excited. Or hand-delivered like the last ones. Or hand-delivered. And then forgotten at your house. <laughs> Which you forgot. Yeah, we don't have those. I do not know. <laughs> we do not know when your wedding is. Best do. of luck. <laughs> Best to use in yours. <laughs> um, those are great successes, though. I am very excited to see those. I'm also very excited to uh, make my food selection because you got bomb food. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for the whole experience. Yes. Oh, now it's time to get to the biggest part of the show, though. How could I forget, you guys? This is everything we've been working towards this episode. So let's go to the points and see if we're able to take Caitlin down. Caitlin, our point scribe, can you please give us the point totals? Yes. At the bottom of the leaderboard with 82,165 points is Cassie. Fuck. In the middle of the leaderboard with 82,332 points is its books. Oh, and it didn't work. At the Damn top it. of the leaderboard with 87,449 points is, you guessed it, it's me. I need to go way harder. Cassie, yeah. you took 10,000 from us. I forgot 10, it was 10,000 points. When I was making this, I thought it was 1,000 points. So yeah. there was an error on my part in the math there. Mm-hmm. But it means, you know, we just got to pick on Caitlin for more time more episodes here we will make this up excited yeah (laughs) we fucking will um that's we're gonna drag it out it's gonna be a miserable process (laughs) (laughs) hope you enjoy being on the show caitlin i love our good friend i love it um (laughs) i do i did abuse my power a little bit though it wasn't as much as i clearly needed to so note for me but uh, it's probably time for me to give up this power. And unfortunately, it can only be Caitlyn who would oh, be DM. who is the next DM? Yeah, it's Caitlyn who has her pants pulled up to her titties right now for <laughs> unknown reasons. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> hey. The fuck is wrong with you? This is an audio medium podcast. They didn't need to Are know. you 90 and checking your mail? <laughs> okay, I do have me undies shorts on. <laughs> and they are very long <laughs> and they do reach from my boobies to my titties <laughs> wait, wait, to your titties. wait from my booty to my titties there we go so um, my ass is covered and my titties are covered wow. with my same shorts <laughs> one pair of shorts me undies sponsored <laughs> it's like a romper but it's not it's just shorts <laughs> um but yes i will be your next dm and i'm fashionably ready for it too oh man it's gonna be it's gonna be a wild episode so be sure to tune in for that it's always wild when caitlin's in charge um if you did like this episode, though please head over to apple podcast and leave us a review uh you can just go ahead and put uh was or uh put like bullied caitlin haha good one five stars and you know what if you do that we'll thank you by sending you one giving you a shout out on the show and also sending you a pair of dice uh, you just got to reach out to us. Let us know how to get those dice to you, and we will do that. You can also reach out if you want some stickers because we love giving those out. We also love to see where you all put them. 
Um, if you do get stickers and you want to show us that, you can uh, reach out to us in a couple of ways. First being social media. We're at Unnatural20s on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, if you're not about that, though, we also got an email. It's Unnatural20s at gmail.com. While you're there, you should go ahead and follow us. But you should also send us a quest because when we roll a 10, that's follower question. And we will answer whatever you send over. If you want more of us, you can get more content by paying just a little bit of money. If you head over to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash unnatural20s, 20, you'll get a bunch of extra content. So go check it out. There's blogs, extra audio posts. It's a fun time. Uh, so go check it out. You can also get more of us by heading over to Movie of the Year. That's in your podcast, any podcast app. Go ahead and search Movie of the Year. Our friends over at Your Pop Filter are celebrating 10 years of podcasting, Whoa. which is truly wild. Um, so to celebrate that, they're determining the best movie shows and albums of the last 10 years, which is a wild task. So they brought us on to help. So if you search Movie of the Year and look for any other 10-year uh, shows, we'll be on those. Mm-hmm. Speaking of shows, there's tons of them on the Scavengers Network, which we are a part of. You should check them all out, but I'll start with a recommendation for you. That would be Spooky Spouses. I'd say to go check out. It's hosted by Lindsay and Jordan, who are a married couple, and they're probably the most precious human beings I've ever listened to. Um, so if you want to be delighted while also hearing about some spooky stories, head over to Spooky Spouses. That is their show. This has been Unnatural 20s. Be sure to catch us with a new adventure on Monday. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.